Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. It's Monday, January 22nd, and tonight we're diving into something the three of us have no idea about. Running. Jason, Mike, I know you two aren't running anytime soon at Disney. (laughs) But how are you doing this evening? Buddy, I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Doing really good. Starting to warm up here finally. Hey, and not here. Yep, 71 today. Yeah, we hit the 50s today, too, so we're pretty lucky uh, it's warming up here. If you consider 50s warm. Well, you know, when we, talk, we started talking about this topic and, uh, and running Disney, I don't know what we were thinking, thinking we could, we could dive into this. But we did do one thing. We brought on an expert. And it's Joe Q. And the reason I'm saying Joe Q, because, Joe, I'm going to butcher your last name. Say it for me. It's Quattrochi. Quattrochi. We're, we're going to Joe Q. Joe Q. It's four eyes at a time. So all my, uh, right, my Italian right. uh, brothers and sisters out there, a little translation there for you. How you guys doing? I don't know if I'm an expert, but uh, I've spent enough money and run enough of these events. So I could definitely share a uh, little insight to uh, all your guys' listeners. So Nice. Appreciate yeah. having, you got, having me out tonight. Thanks, guys. Definitely. Well, if you can't tell by the voice already, you probably know Joe from Resort Loops, the Mickey Dudes podcast, the NASCAR Foundation, but most of you know him because he pounds more pavement than anyone at Disney. And buddy, we're excited to uh, learn more about about this topic. Let me start with this. How did you get started? How did you get started with Run Disney? Well, I mainly just got, first of all, I got started with running in general. Um, I was a very, and I still have it in my voice. I was a very heavy smoker at one time. I was a almost a two pack a day smoker, about a pack and a half, two pack a day smoker. And when I hit about 30, 31 years old, I thought to myself, what am I doing? I was, I, was, it's, I didn't feel well. I was over 200 pounds. So I decided, you know, I got I to gotta take control of my life. I'm 30, 31 years old. Let me quit. So I quit smoking on my own. You know how my family and friends were always telling me, you know, Joe, you got to quit. You got to quit. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll do it when I'm ready. Finally decided to do it. I quit smoking. I put a ton of weight on. I was up to about 200, 210. I said, you know, I'm not a gym guy. I played soccer growing up. Um, played golf too, but it's not really very active. But uh, I was like, you know, I got I to gotta get fit. I got to lose some of this weight. So I'm not a big gym guy, so I started running. Ran some local races here in New Jersey, some 5Ks, some 10Ks. And, uh, you know, I've been going to Disney since I was like five years old, since like 1984, 85. And I always thought, I was like, you know, if I, ever, if I were to ever run a marathon, I would run a Disney marathon. You know, that, that would be the one marathon I would do. And, you know, it got to the point I was like, you know, I was like, wow, they, they got the run Disney thing is out there. And I started doing some more research into it and stuff like that. And I decided like, you know, maybe I'll sign up for a half marathon. I was like, nah, maybe I'll sign up for the full marathon. Let me just go, you know, you know, two feet, you know, two feet, two legs into it, two feet into it. And, uh, that's how it got started. I mean, I was already going to the parks, but this was just like another reason to go on top of it. And you know, after about two or three years of running, uh, just local races, uh, here in New Jersey, I got into the run Disney thing back in 20, I ran the 2014 Walt Disney world marathon. That was my first. 
and I've had the bu- the run Disney bug ever since. I can't get enough of it. I have a great time. I've talked about it on Mickey Dudes. I talked about it on a Resort Loop before, another podcast, and uh, I have a great time with it. Made a lot of friends from it. And uh, if I could shed some insight for your guys' listeners, I'd be uh, I'd love to do it because it's really it's a great experience. Yeah, you know that's what I say every time is uh, whenever I look at the run Disney events is, you know I've never ran a marathon. You know five Ks here, ten K once. Uh, never ran a marathon, but man, I think if I'm going to do one, that's going to be the one. But for some reason, every single year, the time for sign up comes and it goes, and I found myself another year kind of put off. And uh, yeah, I know Jason, you were you were kicking the habit of smoking what like eight years ago. Yeah, I did. I quit smoking, and I, I mentioned it in the past, and it was uh, one of the greatest accomplishments I've ever done. I mean, putting aside, like, Marine Corps boot camp, you know, uh, my time in the Corps, being a dad, I mean, this all this ranks to the top. Quitting smoking was uh, was an accomplishment, Joe. I guess you can agree with me, right? The hardest thing I've ever had to do. I actually I was just in a, um, a promotional interview for work, and uh, they asked me, what's your greatest accomplishment? I said, believe it or not, it was quitting smoking and then running started to run marathons and getting into that that was one of my greatest accomplishments ever because it was that hard to do so you were saying you saying you dove in like you, you went straight into a full marathon then no no i mean i for run disney right I for did. run disney right right right. I, I had actually run two half marathons and a whole bunch of 510 k's locally in new jersey and i said if i'm going to do a marathon i'm going to do a disney one and that was my first run disney experience was the walt disney world marathon i mean after that, I was going to Disneyland. I was doing the Dumbo races. I'm doing Dopey. So but I kind of went full steam ahead after getting a taste of it. Gotcha. Well, I tell you, it, walk us through how you how you did your first sign-up and how the sign-ups work now. Because I think a lot of people are interested, even if it's not a full marathon, they're interested in maybe a 5K or a 10K. But they don't really know how to get started as far as signing up and how to get started personally. Like, Does Disney offer apps or do they offer services to help you get started in the running community? Well, I mean, Run Disney is kind of its own separate branch from the Walt Disney Company. If you were to go to the Disney World website, you're not really going to find much information about Run Disney. So if somebody is interested in uh, doing Run Disney races, uh, first of all, go to their website, www.rundisney.com. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter. They're pretty active on their social media channels. Um, the Run Disney bug, is it's kind of leveled off a little bit over the last few years. It, it got to the point where signups were – races were selling out within hours, it's not as bad as it used to be. Um, it's kind of tapered off a little bit. But if somebody is interested in running those races, go to their website. Um, the races open up nine, eight to nine months in advance at least. So, for example, we just completed the 2018 Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend down in Orlando. For next year's races, which next year's Marathon Weekend will be in January, the signups are scheduled to open April 14th. Oh, gotcha. So it's, it's that far in advance. So you kind of need to – the problem with this is that it's going to take a commitment, uh, not only time training-wise, but also time-wise. Because if you're going to do a Run Disney race, you're going to have to commit eight, nine, ten months in advance. Uh, that means not not only are you committing to paying for the race fees, but you're also committing to time off from your work. You're committing to making uh, hotel accommodations and reservations, your ADR reservations, fast passes, everything. It, it's it's more than just signing up for the race. It's a whole other th- you know thing involved with it so it, it is a lot but the best thing I could do is if you're interested go to their website go to their uh, Twitter social media and uh, Facebook like them follow them uh, and just keep checking back on it and just be ready when the date comes be prepared if you want to do it be ready to sign up that day because some of the races they do sell out right as they open does it seem like it's the the, the shorter races saw it quicker like yeah I 
I would think personally the most popular race is the 10K. Yeah. Um, because first of all, the 5Ks aren't timed. I don't know if that really makes a big deal to a lot of people, but uh, the 5Ks are not timed. They're, they're, they're supposed to be family fun races. Um, but the 10K seems to be the most popular race um, for the races that were out in Disneyland. Um, you're getting the most park time on a 10K. You're, you're getting almost four to five miles in the parks out in Disneyland on a 10K. And Walt Disney World, uh, for using Marathon Weekend, what we just had for an example, you're getting almost about four miles inside the parks as well, inside Epcot, nice. inside uh, around the Boardwalk and Yacht and Beach Club back in a future world. So, And it's also, too, is um, for the shorter distances until recently, last year just changed, um, they used to give out rubber medals for the 5K. Like they were kind of like a soft rubber. They've since changed that to giving people legitimate metal medals now. But the 10K was like the first medal that you got that was actually a real medal. So, you know, it's kind of like a, it was a combination of both, a better course, a real medal. And also, too, if you're going to be traveling to Orlando or even Disneyland, you know, uh, you're going to want to, you know, do a little bit of a longer race. A 5K kind of goes kind of quick, even if you're walking it. So a 10K is kind of that nice in-between distance, you know. Not really ready for a half, but you could do a little bit more than a 5K. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had one experience with Run Disney, and uh, we were in the parks, or we were at the parks, and we were staying at the Poly, and we had a uh, waterfront room, and that boat started going off the ferry. It started going off at 4 a.m., you know, or 5 a.m., just that honking uh, to where they were they were I guess they're faring people in or doing something I don't know what they were doing that early but and then the race was going off and you know it was loud and I guess it was over in uh ticket transportation was what is that one of the places they should do a a five or a ten out of there now the um using marathon weekend again as an example and princess weekend uh marathon week is in january princess weekend is february uh the half marathon and the marathon course runs through the ttc starts in epcot and it runs through the magic kingdom so the four o'clock ferry that you were hearing was uh the ferry driver shuttling people to the magic kingdom to main street to watch the runners run through oh, God. Yeah. so that that's that's what that is so yeah, the we, family I, which I think is harder to do sometimes than the running. I've I've spectated a, mar- a half marathon at Disney, and it's I think it's harder than running, believe it or not. Just stand out there, just cheering constantly, looking for your friend or family. It's not easy. So I have a lot of a lot of respect for the people that wake up at three, four o'clock in the morning with the runners that are on the ferry boat going to stand on Main Street waiting for the runner to come through. Yeah, one of the cool things you do see, I guess, as a spectator, is you get to see all the costumes, you know, from the runners. There are very, I don't run, personally run in a costume. I just, I can't do it. Um, it's just, it's not comfortable for me. However, I have seen some crazy costumes. I think probably the best costume I've seen was, it was a group of probably five or six people and they literally had cardboard around them. So picture like they're almost like standing, they have cardboard on both sides of them and it was painted to look like a monorail. And they all ran together in a line. I've never seen anything like them. I will never. It was last year. I was like, this is one of the greatest costumes I've ever seen. And they said Walt Disney World monorail system on the bottom. It was very well done. That's cool. that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely on our list for sure. Uh, Mike, have you ever been down there for around that time? Yeah, we've been down there for, I want to say it was February, so it had to be the Princess Marathon. And it was crazy down there. Uh, it must have been the... Just a scenario of, I think Daytona 500 was going on, the Orlando, there was something else going on with the Orlando uh, basketball. Uh, There was just so much going on that particular weekend. It was nuts. But I got to tell you, we wound up talking to people on the bus because, you know, when you're in Disney, you always wind up doing that. 
And everybody that we talked to that was a runner loved it, you know, and they said, we, we're here all the time, we constantly do it. It was like, it's one of those things that I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who's ever done them and, you know, said, ah, no, I'd rather run it somewhere else. I think it, from what I can tell, and I would want it to be one of my first races, it's very well done, and it's, you know, done the way Disney does things. Joe, I do want to ask you, when it comes to, especially with Disney, Disney does uh, most things right. They make it so inviting, so fun for you to to want to partake in stuff. Now, honestly, is this an addiction? When you do that first race, is that it? Do they hook you right there and it's like, you know what, game over. I'm going to do this again, if if not more, more than once. I kind of equate it to like going to a very having a good time going to like the dentist or going to the doctor like you're you're, you're out there and you're, and you're running for like three, four days it could be you know it could be just two events it could be just a you know half marathon and you're out there and it's even if you're in shape you're still pushing yourself you know you're exerting this is you know, you're utilizing energy you're, you're tired and they're making it fun you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. like and let me tell you something what hooked me the most was is my first race, like I said, was the marathon. And I was scared, okay, because it doesn't matter. I've trained. I was ready for it. and But I stood in that starting line and just watching the fireworks. I mean, first of all, it's like 530 in the morning, so it's pitch black out. And you're just watching layers of fireworks go off. And then you, you run through the thing, and you're like, okay, we're ready to go. And I'm seeing the purple street signs and the monorails going above me. I'm like, this is awesome. And I've run the New York City Marathon twice, and I still get goosebumps. And I've run through the Chicago Marathon as well, and I still get goosebumps running through Walt Disney World. I probably because we're all disney geeks we love it but it, it does it's just something about like just running in the middle of world drive like when you're not supposed to be there you know like running the ttc running you know running down main street main street is not as long as you think it is when you're at a full <laughs> spread it's just, it's fun it's addicting um it does get expensive you know but it it is addicting it, i mean it's definitely something that i still enjoy um i at least try at least do one or two events a year um because it's just it's just that much fun yeah, that's, uh, I'm a little worried about that because that's the way Disney cruises are for us. You know, we, we did our first one, and then all of a sudden we're doing two a year. And uh, we leave in like four days on our ninth. And so we're... And that is a bug I've yet to experience yet. Oh. I'm kind of, and I'm kind of afraid to. Cause don't, I, yeah, don't do it. If you... I already got, my wife already let me get the DVC. She lets me do the run Disney races. I, I mean, I don't know if I open up this, the, you know, the Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> you might as well just go ahead and hop on board then. Yeah, if you've already done everything else. Uh, D- DVC... DVC members cruise. That's what's the one you got to get around. Well, with DVC members now, we got to go on the DVC members cruise. That's right. the one you want to hit. That's the one I would probably have the best time on. Yeah. So yeah, we. Uh, uh, it's funny because my wife wouldn't run if a bear was chasing her. Like there's no way. Like the house is on fire, she wouldn't run out of the house. But she wants to do the 5K on Castaway. I know. I know it's not considered a run Disney event, but I think it might be a good introduction just to, to you know, to to that world. So I'm hoping that she'll enjoy that here in a couple of days, and uh, and we'll be able to. To jump I mean, into I, a, something I've heard great things about it. I've never personally done it myself, hence I've never been on a Disney cruise. But I've had a lot of friends that have done it. Um, I've had a lot of friends who, um, through the Disney you know, running and, and online community, um, who have done like the marathon. And then they've also done the Castaway Key Challenge, which is taking the cruise right after marathon weekend. You take a cruise right afterwards, and you kind of get like another challenge medal. And they've done that. And they said it's been – it's a great time. It's beautiful. I've seen pictures. Sometimes during certain parts of the year, it does get very warm. Um, but I think right now it shouldn't be too bad, uh, being January. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a good way to kind of dip your, you know, have her dip her toes into the water and see if she likes it or not. And then you're like, hey, you like this? Let's let's go down and try, you know, Princess Weekend next year, you know, or, uh, you know, Marathon Week. You know, and you say Marathon Weekend, but there's so many races there. You know what I'm saying? 
she'll love it. She'll yeah, she'll love it no matter what because uh, as we'll we'll make the turn at mile one and we're heading down the airstrip because the old airstrip there you run on, she'll just jump on my back because she'll be like, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> so she'll love it. She'll just get a, a piggyback. Ride you'll you'll get two medals then. So yeah. you've done it twice. Yeah, so. exactly. I won't give her hers. She doesn't run it. So maybe well, you get cool. two drinks when you're done. So um, so I think the biggest question people have is you know a lot of people aren't competitive runners and they're not. Um, you know, they probably wouldn't feel as in shape that they could really get out there and, and do these races. How, how would you suggest people get started in running as far as that's what I was, as, as does Disney, does run Disney, do they have, um, like coaches like online to where they have courses? Do they have apps? Do they have things like that? So what, what they do offer is, um, their official run consultant is Jeff Galloway and Jeff Galloway was a, I think he believes a U.S. Olympian back in the day. Um, he actually is at m- pretty much all of the Run Disney events. He's kind of the, I don't know if he's the creator of it, but he is one of the big pioneers of the run-walk method. And if you're somebody that is very new to running, um, you're not, you maybe aren't able to run all the time at a full, you know, at a you know, full pace all the time. There, They do have programs on the website that are free. Through, uh, through Run Disney and Jeff Galloway kind of like has articles you know about what, what to do he does the run walk method and you could download essentially running schedules running um, so just for example say you want to run the Dopey Challenge and that's four days that's the 5k the 10k the half and the full during marathon week I'm just using that as an example Jeff Galloway through the Run Disney website will put up um, essentially workouts and they're usually run walk workouts of like you know, about different levels of fitness and it'll say, okay, for in January, you're going to start the program this week in August, for example. And it will tell you week by week what you need to do for your workout plan. So if you're somebody that has no idea about anything about running, but you're doing a run Disney race and you want to have a plan to follow, you can get one for free on the run Disney website. And it's from a reputable person. It's from Jeff Galloway, who is very widely known in the running community. He's very approachable. When you go down to Disney for uh, Disney World for the expos, he's there. You can go up to him, say hello to him. He will talk to you. Um, I know he also has private coaching, which is a separate fee. But if you just want something for free, they do offer plans on the Run Disney website um, that you could follow, and it'll give you step by step, week by week, of what you need to do to get yourself prepared uh, for those races. So there is something out there. I mean, there's also a lot of other. Um, resources online that you could find um, from other like running you know runners world has some programs out there Hal Higdon has some programs out there um, that you could follow but if you just want to stay with the Disney sponsored stuff Jeff Galloway has plans uh, on their website very cool yeah I'm gonna check that out because that's something uh, like I said I every year I go oh I'm gonna sign up for at least a 10k I'm gonna say and it just kind of you know slips your mind and a lot of times I'll find myself two months too late you know it's full but I think the big thing we, we, even the three of us know is, you know, out of shape as we are running, uh, is when you have the run Disney events, the parks are packed and the resorts are packed. So as far as booking your resort and you've done your training, you're about to head down. Are there certain resorts you try to stay at that makes it a little easier to, uh, either get to events or, or just for maybe your family to get to where they can watch you, things like that? Well, I mean, Years ago, they used to have official, um, you know, run Disney or marathon uh, resorts where I guess, you know, those were, those were resorts that they had specific bus service to go to the starting line. They've since gotten rid of that in every Disney resort now as a, a quote unquote host resort. For me, I, I'm, I'm a DVC member. I book 11 months out if I know I'm going to run a race. So for next year's marathon weekend, I will be booking at the 11, 11 month window at Saratoga, which is my home resort. Mm-hmm. 
by the time the seven month window comes around, there's not going to be a lot of lot left to choose from. It's such a popular weekend. So for me, it's not a big deal. I don't mind Saratoga. Every resort has the Run Disney uh, charter bus service to and from the expo, to and from the starting line. So some resorts are a little bit of a quicker um, uh, ride than others. For example, I find that Oak Hill West and Saratoga are pretty quick rides to Epcot. That's where uh, the start and, and finish mm -hmm. are for Marathon Weekend. Um, some people like to stay on uh, the monorail line because they can take the monorail from the Poly, Grand Floridian Contemporary to Epcot. Transfer to TTC to Epcot for the race weekend. So, you know, it's six one half a dozen. Um, if you're staying at the All Stars, it might be a little bit of a longer ride because there's also a lot more people there. Um, the volume of people that are be getting on those buses is also a further drive away from the start, being all the way on the west end of property when you're kind of going towards, you know, going east back towards Epcot. So, I mean, my best advice is it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, if you're going to have family that just wants to roll out of bed and watch you, you know, maybe try to stay poly, try to stay Grand mm -hmm. Floridian contemporary. They could just roll out of bed and like the half marathon route's gonna run right by you. If that's not the case, it really doesn't. It really doesn't matter. Making your reservations though, if you know you're gonna run a specific weekend, make them as early as possible. Um, you know, because it does fill up. I mean, it's. I know for this past year, um, the 2017 half marathon was canceled due to the thunderstorm, so a lot of people had deferred until this year's. And the parks were just completely crowded, like way more crowded than they were in the past. Uh, hotels, like we we could easily move around to go to a different DVC resort. It was not happening this year. We were, for lack of a better term, stuck at Saratoga. We liked Saratoga, but we, were, we had no choice. We were there. And we had no option of going anywhere else, which had never really happened to us in the past. So make your reservations early. If you know you want to run, don't wait till the last minute because you'll be stuck either staying somewhere you don't want to or staying in a level of room that might be more than you want to spend. Uh, but as for spectators, eh, unless they just want to roll out of bed, and you could, if you know, if you could uh, swing a poly contempt or a grand flow, do it. If not, it doesn't really matter. The bus service, the charter bus service, is great, and that is separate from the regular Disney transport services. By the way, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, because we're all three DVC, and uh, um, I know that's one problem. Is it seems like more in the past year than any time, it's been harder at that seven month period to get get some of these resorts, you know, um, other than your home resort. But once you're on property, are you are you arriving a couple days early just to get acclimated and get get ready for the events, or are you arriving day before? Or are you? Well, what I do is um, I try to arrive. You know, for example, if I'm running this year, I ran the quote unquote grumpy. I did the five ten and a half. So obviously, you have to get to. Disney World at least to pick up your bib at least so you at least have to be at least one day beforehand my advice is if anybody is going to be running a race weekend if you could stay after the race weekend is done and do your vacation there that would be better suit you than coming beforehand because um, if you if you if you're gonna be running multiple days if you're gonna be running a challenge you want to stay off your feet as much as possible even if you're just walking it um, if you're not really running the race or you're just walking them, you still want to be don't want to be on your feet for eight, 10 hours a day, you know, in the parks and then getting up the next morning at three o'clock in the morning, going to Epcot to do another race. Right. If you could, you know, if you could extend your trip a few days after the races are done, the crowds will lean out. Um, you don't have to worry about like staying off your feet and you'll definitely have a better experience. I know that because I did that my first year I ran the marathon in 2014 and it was awesome because everybody went home and I stayed for like another three days and it was like empty every other weekend since then I've been doing multiple day challenges and I'm there earlier 
and leaving right when the races are done, and it's just been packed the whole time. Yeah. And I'm, I spend a lot of time in my room staying off my feet. So, you know, it's – I mean, if, if you can get there, if you can stay a little bit later, I would suggest that more. But you definitely have to at least be there a day or two beforehand. So – so you said you've done Disneyland, which it's a little secret. No one knows this, but Disneyland is my favorite park by far. Uh, you said you've done a, uh, a run Disney event out Disneyland? Yeah, I've done the uh, Tinkerbell uh, half marathon weekend this past year. I uh, did the Pixie Dust Challenge. And then uh, in 2015, I did the uh, Disneyland half marathon weekend. And I did the Dumbo Double Dare, which was the 10K and half. Also ran the 5Ks when I was out there, too. Uh, I figured if I'm flying across the country, I'm going to do every race they offer. Um, those races that unfortunately have been uh, kind of suspended indefinitely because of the construction yeah. uh, in the downtown Disney area. So there's really nothing going on there now. But they are completely different experiences running in Disneyland than Walt Disney World. They're just they're just night and day difference. So this is kind of a personal question, just because I know the area around there. So is that more like you said, you're going through downtown Disney, which you know connects the, the two parks pretty much, and uh, and and through I'm guessing Disneyland and DCA. Um, is are you leaving property because you know outside that property it is it's industrialized it's uh you know there's other resorts that aren't disney based and uh businesses that are just across the street so how far does that go off property well i will i will say this the west coast run disney um I guess, organization, I, I've been told that they're kind of like two different entities. Uh, they do do a good job with the different weekends out in Disneyland, mixing up the course maps. So there are, for example, Avengers weekend, which is in the fall, the half marathon is a different course than running the Disneyland half, which is on Labor Day weekend, for an example. So they do a great job with mixing up the courses. It's not the same thing all the time. As for running off property, um, you are, you, you definitely are off in some industrial areas, in some neighborhoods. Um, for example, there are no fireworks being shot off because you are Disneyland is surrounded by is by residential areas, right. uh, so it's a little different, you know. Um, as for the Disneyland, the shorter races, the five Ks and ten Ks, those are actually I think better out there because you're spending pretty much almost all of your time in the parks, either on property, on stage, or backstage. Uh, now, when you're doing the half marathons out in Disneyland, um, you're doing your park time in the beginning. And then you are essentially heading out into suburban Anaheim and kind of out like, you know, in the residential and the industrial areas. Now, for example, when I ran the Disneyland half, we did get to run through uh, Angel Stadium, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, we did run around the Honda Center. So that was kind of cool just to see the local stadiums there as a big sports guy. So that was kind of cool. But um, besides that, you're kind of like in the middle of uh, Anaheim, which, you know, the, some of the neighborhoods are really nice. I mean, mm -hmm. and the people are really nice, but it's just a very different experience half marathon wise than running a half marathon in Walt Disney world, where you're essentially like on Disney roads. Well, I know one thing that, that Jason and Mike definitely want to know is, uh, so the night before the race, are you going to California grill and you're stuffing your face with like a, a big filet appetizers? Then you go on top of the world, martinis, all that, or are you uh, are you taking it easy and uh, and pasta down at Disney Springs, or what's what's your see, what's your routine? See the California girls afterwards. See that's that's, <laughs> the, that's the celebratory dinner, table fifty one. That's my table. Um, I'm taking it easy. Um, I'm booking. You'll see if you if anybody listening decides to do a run Disney weekend, you'll see the the restaurants that are gone the most are the Italian ones. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that book up the fastest. Everyone wants to carve up ahead of time. So I'm doing a light dinner, um, like an Italian joint. I'm drinking lots of water. Um, 
and I, I'm I'm eating like four or five o'clock because you're gonna be up at like two thirty three o'clock in the morning. So I have kind of have my routine where I need to eat a certain amount of time. At, you know, ahead of time, let everything digest, let the body do its thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking it easy. I won't even drink until the weekend is done. I just I don't. And when I have that first beer when I'm done, then if it tastes better than ever, I mean, I'm, I'm turning it on after that. I mean, it's right. once I'm done. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I'm doing a nice dinner afterwards. I'm doing uh, California Grill, Citrico's. I'm doing a celebratory dinner. I'm taking, I usually, my, my parents are there as well as my wife. I'm usually taking them out to dinner and treating them because they've been out there supporting me. And it's like my little thank you to them. So very cool. That's what I'm doing afterwards. Yeah. So this is right up Mike's alley, man. This guy's a monster. He uh, He's up at 2.30 every morning and in the gym in the MMA, MMA gym doing training and stuff like that. So you would be, you'd be right, ready to roll out of bed while you'd be dragging Jason and I. Well, I'll tell you after this, uh, after we're done recording here, not to give, uh, you know, the, 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 the backstage stuff here, but, uh, I have to, uh, be pretty much going to bed. I got to be up at 4.15 and make my 5.30 run with my running club tomorrow. I got seven miles to go tomorrow morning. Uh, so I, my I'm day's up half my, over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm up at, you know, I said, I mean, you're up earlier than me, but I got to get my run in by 5.30, man, or else it's, it's never going to happen. So I'll be I'll be in bed right after uh, the show. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat you are. I quit smoking 14 years ago when my daughter was, uh, when my wife got pregnant with my daughter. I said, that's going to be my gift to her, my first child. I said, I don't want to give that example to her. Same thing, quit smoking, put on a ton of weight and a half. And uh, my hours with work, I got to be at work at 5 a.m. So I work 5 to 1 in the afternoon. So the only time I can go to the gym is 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. And people are like, dude, you're crazy. But you know what? It's a 24-hour gym. All my friends are there. It's the same crew all the time. And uh, we train every morning together. So I have a good time. And also, too, it's for us still living in the tri-state area. It's just super expensive to buy, <laughs> buy cigarettes here in our area. It's, it's crazy. Oh, get it. I mean, you're in the city. You're spending $13 for a pack of smokes. In Jersey, it's like about seven eight bucks a pack still so it's like i'd rather just take that money and pay my dues off every year you know what i'm saying yeah, exactly yeah i think i think when i quit because it was 14 years ago i think it was four or five bucks a pack and that was a lot back then i can't imagine people paying ten dollars a pack for smokes now and that was the same thing two packs a day easily it's, it's definitely one of those things like i'm so glad i did and it's funny how one thing of just making my life better by quitting smoking and just making my life better has just opened up a whole new world of like you know, experiences I made, friendships I made. Like, I never thought I would run the New York City Marathon twice. I never thought I'd run the Chicago Marathon and travel <laughs> over to places. I'm going to Florida again in a couple of weeks to run the Daytona Beach Half. Like, I've done all these cool races, all because I quit smoking. I want to make myself healthier and just don't experience all these other things. It's It's been... It just it just blows my mind sometimes, and it's like I said, it's one of those things I'm just most proud of that I've done. It's it's for our for the listeners out there, like we get it. It's hard to quit, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's if somebody's listening, if this can maybe motivate them, if we could do it, you guys could definitely do it. Yeah, hundred percent. And and one of the you things, know, one of the go ahead, Jackson. Jackson, Jackson hold on. A yeah, second. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, you made a really good point, um, Joe. Was if we can do it, anybody can do it. Because I never was gonna be able to quit smoking. Do you see what I mean? Did that cross your mind where it was like, I'm always going to be a smoker. I can't do this. And then when you finally do do that, it is it is absolutely, we were right there with you, is uh, you can quit smoking. You can do it, you know? And it's, uh, man, I, I smile every time I look at Philip Morris. Because, man, you don't, <laughs> you don't own me. You don't own me. So, anyways, Justin, I apologize. For no, that's, on you, luckily, that's one. one I've picked up a lot of bad habits over the years. Luckily, that's not that's not one of them, so. But I can relate. I guarantee uh, 
And if anyone's out there, it's, and take this as motivation. Let's let's all get together and, and head down and do a Run Disney event together. I would love that. I'd love for us all just to meet down there and uh, and be able to run together. That w- that would be a lot of fun. But and one of the cool things you get to see on these in these races, you get to see characters you don't get to see the rest of the year. Yeah, there, there's definitely. Um... There have been a few Run Disney races in the past where they've kind of lacked on the characters, I will be honest with you. However, this weekend, they they definitely did not shy on the quality of and quantity of characters this weekend. Um, I mean, there was... You'll definitely know that the ones that aren't usually out there because the lines are like triple the usual length that they are. Um, I know for a fact Jiminy Cricket was out this weekend. Um, one of my favorites that I see all the time is uh, Genie with the goofy hat on from yes, Aladdin. I want that picture so bad. Yeah, he's always got, he's, he was out there every race, but it was always a long line. And um, whenever I run by, um, I'm sorry, the uh, Polynesian slash uh, Shades of Green by the Palm and Magnolia golf courses, they always have the Mickey Mouse uh, golf cart out there that you will usually have uh, golfing Goofy out there. That is one I will always stop for as well um, if the line's not too bad. Those are my two favorites, but there definitely are um, a lot of characters that um, that aren't normally out in the parks that you will see pop up and you're like, oh, wow. Like, um, yeah, so if you're into that, like I have a good friend of mine, Dave Koch, who's on the Mickey Dudes podcast, he will get his picture with any new character he doesn't have. Like, he will stop and wait as long as, as it takes. So if that's what your thing and taking pictures with characters is your thing, you will definitely see a lot of characters that you will not normally get to see in your everyday park touring. Are those only on the 5 and 10? 10K? No, or they're, are they're, those they're out every race. Every race they're out there. Now, obviously, the longer the race, the more characters are going to be out there. Um, I would say for the 5K, there's probably like, I think this year they probably had three or three to five characters i didn't stop so i just kind of look as i run by but they definitely had three to five characters out there um on the course if not more so how's that work with your pacing because explain to people about you have a pace and not with the 5k but with the 10 and above you have a pace you have to keep is that correct yeah that's correct yes so the the pace and this is what everybody run disney is very friendly to um beginner runners very friendly to walk to walkers um, so for example, everybody wonders about the being the balloon ladies, quote unquote, or being swept. The balloon ladies, for anybody who doesn't know what it is, is they are the very last people to leave the starting line in the very last corral and they maintain a 16 minute per mile pace. So once you get to a certain point along the race course, if you're not in front of them, they quote unquote will sweep you and they will put you on the parade bus and take you to the finish line. That usually only happens on like usually the half and full marathons. They can sweep you in a 10 K, but what they usually do that is they need to open the roads up eventually. So if you're, if you're very slow, you're too far behind. If you're taking too many pictures or whatever, they will sweep you at a certain point. So that's what that is. But that pace, that 16 minute per mile pace starts when the very last runner leaves the very last corral. So if you're in corral C and the last corral is like H, it's the very last runner in corral H is when that starts. So what you're telling me is that if I ran, it would pretty much be like it too. And they would just be holding a balloon and I'd be running and terrified <laughs> from them for the next uh, next. And, <laughs> the funny thing about the balloon ladies is that you will see people stop and get pictures with them. They're like famous. <laughs> you know and they're very nice too. So, 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 it's, so it's not hard to keep pace then. I mean, if you, no, if it, especially if you're in a further, a, a, a corral that's not in the very back. And I mean, pretty 16 minutes, you can pretty much walk jog. I mean, it's a very race. brisk walk. And my best suggestion to you is, is that if anybody is running a, a Disney race for the first time, find a race locally around you. 
5K or 10K. So if you're going to be running a, a 10K, for example, find a, a 5K or a 10K locally in your neighborhood and try to do as best as you can in that and submit that time when you sign up. If you sign up uh, and you didn't have a chance to submit a time, you could always submit it to Run Disney after the fact. They have a certain cutoff um, a date for when they won't accept any more times, but you can submit your proof. It's called proof of time, and you can then move up into a uh, – a crowd further towards the front. So that gives you a little more time if you want to stop and take pictures. And it will also take the pressure off you. Uh, so you don't feel like, oh my goodness, you know, I got the balloon ladies you know, right behind me. I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> you know, take a little bit of the pressure off you. For me, I know that I like to get uh, you know, up to the, you know, as far up to the front as possible because I don't want to be stuck, no offense, I don't want to be stuck behind walkers when I want to actually run. Right. I had a friend of mine who ran, um, she did not submit proof of time. She's a very good runner. She ran the marathon in three hours and 23 minutes wow. uh, this past year, and um, which is fantastic. And, uh, she started in the very last corral because she didn't have proof of time. She said she had spent the first four miles running on the grass. So that's something that you don't want to happen if you do want to you know, run from the start. You, know, you want to be up as, you know, as, to f- as far to the front as possible. So find a local race. Uh, get yourself a good time or at least a time. And you could submit that, and that will definitely bump you up uh, in the crowds when they place you. Now, we are friends on Facebook, and you have some amazing pictures with you running, action shots. Yep. Are those photo passes? Those are photo pass. So the great thing about the Disney races now is, um, especially uh, as being an annual pass holder, you know, my, the photo passes included, is um, when I first started running, uh, the photos were done by Marathon Photo, which is a, a pretty reputable uh, uh Marathon Photo Company, they do a lot of the big races uh, all over the country and the world. And uh, you would pay separate for your photos. Well, Disney, I guess, decided to say, hey, we could do this ourselves and kind of sell more memory makers at the same time if you don't have an annual pass and they're not included. So those photos were all done by PhotoPass uh, photographers. They're stationed all along the course. Uh, you'll see them like in like these little like tent bubbles they set in. I guess they're like for, you know, for the weather. And um, you'll see they usually have lights behind them so you know like that they're there. Um, and also too, the photo pass also does the um, uh, character photos as well. So if you have the annual pass and you have the memory maker, you don't need to be like, hey, can you snap my phone? You just boom, they take the picture. By your bib number, it recognizes that it's you, and then you just go on your way. Once the race is done, you just link. Um, there's like a code that's on the back of your bib with your bib number, and you would just link that to like your uh, your photo pass, or like My Disney Experience, and you know give them like a day or so, and the photos will pop up. Some of them are really good. Like, I had some pretty good photos. That I you know I will have to admit some of them didn't come out so well, but you know it is what it is. But uh, well, the ones you posted were uh, fantastic. You were a boss. I mean, you were running like a boss. It's definitely <laughs> something to be proud of, Joe. You look you looked great. I did have a good race day, and the best yep. part was. Uh, the two people I ran the half marathon with are two of my friends from my New Jersey running club, and they've never run a run Disney race before. They're not even Disney people. Okay. And uh, just to have that, they ran the Goofy that weekend, and just to ha- show, kind of show them like how cool a run Disney race was, they had a blast. And the fact that they saw that I accomplished my goal that weekend, um, they were even excited about it. We're still talking about how great of a cool. weekend that was. And you know, I said, hey guys, April 14th, it's coming around the corner. Let's get ready to do it again. So uh, it, w- it was definitely a great weekend. So the race is over. You cross the finish line. You're celebrating. Uh, one question: Where are you heading now? Is there a party? Is there? Are you going straight to the parks to ride rides? I'm going to the bus to go back to my room, and take a shower. Yeah, if it's a normal race, I'm going to go back and clean up, obviously. But after that, um, the, for me, I made this mistake the first year I ran the marathon at Disney when I took a nap. 
And that was the worst thing I could do. Was because oh. I I seized up, and that was a rookie mistake. Um, the best thing I could do is I keep moving. I, I shower. I'll meet up with my family, and uh, essentially I'll go to the parks and just kind of like start hitting fast passes, like you know, lit, like later in the afternoon fast passes. Um, if it's the last day of a race, I'm gonna go have a couple drinks, Epcot, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll definitely go and celebrate that way, and then we'll have the you know, I usually have the, the celebratory dinner like later on that night. Uh, but I'm definitely just gonna go to the parks and just chill out, and uh, mostly just keep moving, like because the last thing, even the amount of half marathons I've run. You just don't want to stop because you'll you, you'll I, I seize up and that's the last thing I want. So yeah, I'm showering, going to the parks, having a couple of drinks, hit, hit a few fast passes, and just relax and enjoy the day. I saw a girl on a bus uh, one time and she had all her medals on, but both her legs were sh- completely straight out from where she was cramping. You know, from 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 sitting down for a while, and uh, <laughs> it's probably the last thing you want. Now, does Disney offer a uh, you know? You I've run a few races and after that they kind of do like a. A little get together, a party, or things like that. Does Disney offer that? Run Disney offer that? You know, they used to do um, for after wine and dine. Uh, the wine and dine weekend is is in November. They used to do a. They used to run that race at night, and then it would be like a quote unquote after party afterwards. And after there was a couple of years where the weather wasn't great, and there was a lot of thunderstorms, and it, they had to cut the race short. They've moved wine and dine race weekend to the day now, and I think they still have a party at night, but it's just not the same. So really, I don't think really Run Disney does any kind of quote unquote parties anymore. What they do is they will promote. Um, if you go down to uh, Disney Springs with your medal, they'll give you 20% off at certain restaurants and, and stores and stuff like that. They will have some events down at like Disney Springs, um, you know, trying to get you into the restaurants mm-hmm. and bars and stuff like that and the shops. But after like after parties, I don't, I don't, they've kind of gone away from that a little bit. Not really. There's one thing you all get though that I haven't, uh, I, I've never had access to. At least I don't think I do. I think you have to be a runner to do it, and that's all the gear. Uh, well, you as a runner, you do get certain um, shirts that um, come with your race entry, um, and then there are other shirts that you can purchase um, at the expo. Um, but I mean, if you're not really running the race, are you really going to want to wear a shirt that says Walt Disney World Marathon? Probably not. What about those shoes? Those sweet shoes that I always see people. <laughs> I have two pairs of those. Uh, I have the Goofy New Balance, and I have the Space Mountain New Balance. And the Space Mountain's actually. Uh, they glow in the dark. Unfortunately, uh, New Balance discontinued those this year. This was the first year that they did not have the Run Disney shoes at the expo. So the the frenzy for the shoes was not there this year, which was uh, which was a little weird. Right. Um, but uh, I do have two pairs of those shoes. I do wear them. All, I don't run in them, but I do wear them to walk around the parks in. And I do get people like, oh, where'd you get those? I'm like, oh, a few years ago at the expo. Right. So um, they're comfortable. They're they're bright colors. So they're they're kind of fun. But yeah, unfortunately, uh, no more. At least right as of now, no more New Balance uh, Run Disney shoes. Unfortunately. Yeah, we see people's medals, and they're they're awesome. I mean, they're really cool. I you know I'd love to have those medals someday, but I want the shoes. That's just like, I I want I want a pair of those shoes. A, l- a little a little hint. If you look in a, if you look in a um, a New Balance outlet, sometimes you can find them on sale right now. So. Keep an eye on if you're if there's a New Balance outlet around your house, you, you may be able to find a pair. I will be down in Orlando in less than 36 hours, so I will I will stop by the outlet on the way in. That or fit to run in down, uh, Disney Springs. They still I think they might still have them there as well. So very cool. Yeah, we'll actually we'll be at Disney Springs because my wife comes to me yesterday and goes, uh, "We need to go eat at the new Italian restaurant." So we have already added that on to the day, even though we have an ADR later in the day. So just so she can go over there and stuff her face for lunch and Not wrong get, with that. get a little Italian in her life. So. See, we keep talking about medals. Uh, Joe, 
how many medals do you got total? Disney medals. Oh, geez. Um, I got two coast to coast medals. I have, let's see, I got, let's see, one, two, three, four, six from two, oh, God, six, seven, eight, nine. I mean, I probably have um, 20. I mean, just roundabout. I have a lot. And the, and the sad part is, is like, they're like, I literally took them out of a shoebox and I'm like laid them all over the bed in my guest room in the condo. I need to put them up on my wall. I have yes, this. I agree. <laughs> I haven't put them up, but I, I probably have about 20, probably about 20 run Disney medals alone. Because the challenges, you get so many from the challenges. And they're, and they're great medals. I had a coworker bring one in for me because I really wanted to put my hands on it, and it was a really nice medal. Now, my question for you is when you get done running your race, do you wear your medals throughout the day then? What I, what I will do is I will, I will wear the medal for the – if it's a multiple race weekend, I will wear the medal for that day. So, for example, this year after Thursday, I wore the 5K. Um, Friday, I wore the 10K medal, and then Saturday, I wore the half medal. I'm not one of the people that wears them all and is the clanker. I was going to ask the clanker. Clanker not. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't – I will bring them in my bag, and I will go get like to um, the character spot and get my photos taken with them and stuff like that. A lot of people will go in front of the castle and get their photos taken, but I won't be the clanker that walks through the park with all of them on. The year I ran Dopey, I just wore the Dopey medal. Um, and if you are a clanker, that's fine. You Listen, you put the training in. You paid for it. You woke up every morning. You ran it. You earned it. You want to walk around with them, but they're heavy after a while. like They hurt your neck after a while, and I don't have to be a clanker. I'd be a clanker. Listen, straight if, up. If, if I run those races, I'm gonna have I'm gonna hire someone to walk in front of me just to scream, "Racer coming through!" and clanking the medals <laughs> in their hands. You kidding me? <laughs> well, usually you could tell the racers because everybody's like usually like walking with a hobble or they got <laughs> ice on themselves somewhere. Yeah, that's great. That's I love awesome, it, man. Mike, wait, uh, anything you you could one, one well, Mike, anything you want to know about uh, about the Disney races there that I haven't touched on or Jason haven't touched on? No, I, I'm I'm ready to start running right now. As a matter of fact, I'm on my way out the door. I said I got well, something run. <laughs> but Mike, but speaking of Mike, that made that had brought up a question for me was um, age. What what age is like? Mike's got two daughters that are um, uh, what twelve and 14? fourteen. Fourteen and ten. Fourteen and ten. I mean, what age is 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 legally can you run a run Disney? They they do have. Um kids races and they do range in different ages from there i'm actually i'm not 100 sure i'm actually on the run disney website right now and i'm trying to find the answer for you as oh, okay. we speak sure um there is a cutoff i know for the half marathon uh and the full marathon i don't i'm not 100 sure about the i mean i've seen friends uh their kids have been like you know nine year olds, ten year olds doing the the 10ks and stuff like that. I think the half marathon might be like 14 or 16. Okay. That, that might be the only thing. I think the five and the 10k there might be. There's definitely a minimum age. I just I'm not 100 percent sure off the top of my head. So that sure. one I have to get back to you. But I'm sure if I were to scour, uh, scour the Run Disney site right now, you could probably find that answer on there what the age limits are. So um, I know for a fact though there are some people that do like to run with strollers. Um, unfortunately, Run Disney does not allow you to run with a stroller like your local 5ks will allow that in your hometown and stuff but disney won't allow that though uh, but if you are a hand cyclist or if you are in a wheelchair they do have a wheelchair or hand cyclist divisions but strollers they don't they don't allow that okay very cool i tell you man I, I i'm ready yeah i'm ready for all of us to get down there and uh and get get signed up and get down there running really really soon but like we were talking about earlier you know seeing your pictures and all the things you've done uh, with the Run Disney Experience, one of our favorite things to do every week is to pick our pick of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's 
time for us to get our picks of the week. My pick of the week is Shane Poocher. And Shane was able to share with us the fantastic news that he has a baby coming soon. He's going to be a new father. So, Shane, congratulations to you and your wife. We are very happy for you. And uh, great to have a new addition to the Disney Dads family. Thanks for the picture. Jason. Dude, did you really pick Shane's? (laughs) (laughs) Of course, course I went first. (laughs) I finally picked somebody else's pick. Uh, Justin, go ahead and roll with it, buddy. See, Joe, every week I always get picked last, and everybody has all the picks that I was going to pick, so finally I get to pick their pick. So, success for the week. Nothing makes me happy every week than to watch uh, <laughs> watch Mike's pick get stolen right away. Uh, my pick. My pick is uh, Ellen Tennis. Ellen, uh, Ellen, a very active member of our group, and it's not a picture, but it's a video of her daughter with Gaston, which is such a great meet and greet, and I stole Jason's and nothing. I'm literally the happiest person on planet Earth right now. And, um, but yeah, and, and she's going to actually play Gaston in her class play. So we'll be looking forward to the pictures of her whenever she gets in her costume and is getting ready to perform for her class. So uh, awesome. Hope you guys are having a great trip, and I can't wait to see more pictures. Jason. We have, um, and I had a runner-up, and, and you guys didn't pick my runner-up, and my runner-up should have actually been my first one. However, um, I do love the fact um, the Splash Mountain pictures that that rolled through after the last episode. Mm -hmm. They were great. Boy, there were some creative Splash Mountain uh, pictures. I'm going to give a shout-out to Kelly McShane. And she gave us, remember that picture she put up there with uh, her family in front of the Christmas tree right there at Magic Kingdom? And um, she's not going to get down for, basically, essentially she was giving us props because our family and the podcast is, 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 we're just bringing Disney to her. And uh, she was just show, sharing her family with us during Christmas time at Magic Kingdom. And um, number one, Kelly, thank you for the props. Thank you, thank you for that. And it's um, I, I love the fact that you're there and that um, that everybody here is able to bring Disney to everybody. You know, we kind of have this um, I don't know, is it almost like a symbiotic relationship where we kind of feed off each other's Disney. Uh, Disney times while they're down there just to get us through to that next park. But that is going to be my pick of the week, her and her family. Great picks. Yep, I love it. That's, uh, that's my favorite thing of the week is to open my Facebook and see all the great uh, great pictures of everyone down there. But And I tell you what, Joe, we love you so much here on the Disney Dads. You'll be the first guest picker of the pick of the week. What you got? Oh, well, first of all, I'm honored. Thank you guys for that. But uh, I've looked in the group here. I'm gonna go with Adam Austin's pictures. He uh, posted from the uh, from the Magic Kingdom, the Disney After Hours event. Uh, he posted pictures of his credentials and literally pictures with Main Street empty. And How cool is that? That is emptier than during a Run Disney race when we're running through the park. It looks really cool, and that's definitely something that it would just be weird just to walk around with that with it that empty. But it just looks awesome. So. Yeah. Definitely, thanks for posting that because it's something that we don't normally see, the park that empty. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, that's, that's, dude, incredible. It looks really pretty too. Like, here's pictures of his son, like in, it looks like in in Frontierland, he's like by himself. (laughs) So (laughs) you can't, you can't buy that. Well, I guess you can, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I, uh, great pictures. And, uh, Joe, we've enjoyed having you. I hope we will have you back on really soon to talk about some other Disney topics, but tell everyone where they can find you and, uh, and, and hear you talk about Disney yourself. 
Sure. Well, first of all, guys, again, I said in the beginning, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, you guys are definitely awesome. Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Joe Quat, uh, Instagram, same thing. Um, I'm also on the Mickey Dudes podcast. Mickey Dudes podcast. Uh, we have a pretty good time over there. I'm a, one of the rotating commentators. And uh, also, my one true, my first true love was the uh, DVC roundtable over at Resort Loop with Tim and Bob, uh, Tim uh, Scott, Bob Collar. We have a great time talking all uh, DVC stuff once a month over there. Uh, great time over there. So yeah, find me on the uh, on social. I'm always uh, posting something, and uh, we'll see you guys in the parks. Awesome, man. Awesome. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to talk to you real soon. Uh, for us, you can find us uh, a few different places. Find us on Facebook, Disney Dads Podcast on Facebook. Find the rest of our social medias at our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find our phone number, 317-WDW-DADS. 317-WDW-DADS. Call, leave us a message, tell us a little bit about what you have coming up in your Disney life, or shoot us a text message. Let us know what you'd like to hear on a future show or about a future trip that you have coming up to the Disney parks. Guys, I had a blast tonight. Closing words. Joe? <laughs> Forget about it. Huh? it was, Forget it was, about it. This is good times. Good times, you know? Okay. Listen, I, you know, coming from uh, meeting Joe at the, in the monorail to uh, uh, sitting at the Polynesian and looking behind me and going, Joe! There he is sitting there. I owe you a drink right. still, man. Uh, you don't know <laughs> I have to reciprocate, man. We're good. We're good. Don't worry about it. I had a great time. It was fun meeting you. It was fun hanging with you down there. Um, I hope we can do that again sometime. Thank Absolutely. you for coming on, buddy. I really appreciate it. And uh, I wish you the best until next time we talk. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Mike? Joe, thanks for coming on. We really appreciated having you on today. Uh, as you said, it's a lot of inspiration for quitting smoking. You, you, you created a, That's a fantastic thing what you did, to be able to quit smoking and just grab the running by the horns, literally, and take it off with that. That's a phenomenal accomplishment. And... Uh, you know, props to you for doing that. We really appreciate that. Thanks for coming on with us too and sharing your experience. Joe, thanks, man. And uh, I've got my running shoes on now, and it's uh, I'm heading out the door to take a run as we speak. So I had a good time, guys. Good night. Thanks, bro. Good night, buddy. Good night, guys. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And that's a wrap, gentlemen. Joe, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Hey, guys, and make sure to check out our newest spinoff of the Disney Dad podcast every Sunday night, Walking with Walt. Walking with Walt is a 15 to 20-minute segment where we are going to dive into the history of Walt Disney and all the stories that made the man the legend we know today. So we can't wait for you to join us every Sunday to go on a walk with Walt.